You ever heard of Ray Skywalker? Fuck off, okay? No, that's not a thing. That's <laughs> never gonna be a thing. You you disagree with the sequel trilogy? Dude, every fiber of my being is anti-sequel trilogy. <laughs> like I, I cannot explain to you how avidly I despise all three of those movies. Having said that, Force Awakens is okay, but it, it is unrewatchable nowadays, after the next two parts have come out, because not to be funny, but the whole movie is about mystery boxes and setting up, oh, there's mysteries that'll be solved in the sequels. Nothing. No. no nothing of interest, nothing of value. Like, honestly, I, we would have been better off if there was no sequel trilogy. That is actually true. The Force Awakens was a much better movie on its own. And when they added sequels, it just... It got worse it. and yeah. worse. Yeah, literally. Except so, the first movie didn't even happen. No, well, it depends like which I movie to, you're watching. I want to remove the last two, episodes eight and nine from the, from yeah. the trilogy. I want to remove the whole trilogy from canon, like, honestly. Okay, but let's, let, let's, let's start with The Force Awakens. Okay. okay. What were your first impressions when you watched it in the cinema? A New Hope. Fair. <laughs> that is horrendously accurate. <laughs> nah. I watched it in cinema and I thought, wasn't bad. A New Hope, wasn't bad. But, like, it is basically A New Hope. Yeah. Well, it did some cool things. So, I really liked the, uh, Kylo Ren. Didn't like yeah. the fact that he took his helmet off. Wasn't the biggest fan of that. Loved the fact that it was Ben. That cool. was cool. Yeah, cool. That was great. They killed off Harrison Ford. I was like, cool, hit us in the feels. This is this is working very well, and then they kind of lost me in the fight out in the forest. Fair. Where Kylo loses for some reason, and you're just like this. Yeah. This seems wrong. Not to yeah, not to be funny, but they set Kylo Ren up as like the Darth Vader figure mm. for the for the sequel trilogy going forward, and then he gets his ass handed to him by a girl who didn't know what the Force was like two days ago. Yeah, and he knocked her out. Like he just put her to sleep. Yeah, very easily, and then and then Finn yeah, takes out the lightsaber and is like, I'm a fighter, he slices him up, and then Ray's like, haha, but joke's on you, I let the force in. And Kylo's like, you did what? <laughs> and then loses, promptly. And then fucking God himself splits the fucking planet in half to make sure that she can't <laughs> kick his ass any further. Like, honestly. Oh, okay. And they but, set him out so cool, because... There was that amazing opening sequence where they fire the bullet in his direction and he just like catches it, stops the laser beam mid-air. Sure. My, the thing I found interesting about Kylo Ren, because when, like, his entrance is literally cut and paste in New Hope. Like, it's Darth Vader's entrance, like, to a T. And, like, that's, the, the thing is, he was, like, completely a Darth Vader ripoff. But then they acknowledge that fact, and they're like, he, he knows he's trying to be Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, that's an interesting wrinkle. And it's like, oh. Finn's a stormtrooper who defected. That is such an interesting aspect. But by the third act, everything has fallen apart in terms of Finn's stormtrooper background doesn't matter. He's murdering like stormtroopers left, right, and center. Uh, Kylo Ren is no longer able to personify what Vader did because he got his ass handed to him and he keeps making stupid decisions. Like, case in point, tell me this. Why does he keep bringing everybody up to his ship to interrogate them? Like Poe on the planet, right? He captures Poe on the planet and he's like, you had the map, where is it? Poe's like, fuck you, basically. Bring him to my ship. If Poe had the map, it means it's on the planet. You're better off interrogating him there. Unless you're telling me Kylo Ren needed a special chair to force interrogate. Bullshit. Then, even better, Mars Kanata's fucking cantina. That's basically a Moss Eisley cantina, I'll just have you know. But, fucking... Kylo Ren lands, looks at Rey, goes, you've seen the map, knocks her up, brings her up to a ship. Are you going to plug her memory into your computer? Like, what What was his plan? What was, like, even if she had a complete understanding of the map and knew exactly what was going on, how would that help him? How would that help him in any way, shape, or form other than giving the heroes more time? We Like, dude. Ah, so frustrating. Honestly, Harrison Ford was wasted in that movie because they wanted a new Hope Han Solo. Captain Phasma was wasted in that movie. Oh. Captain Phasma's wasted all around. Yeah. There's so much like potential in that in that character and then just used twice. Wasted. Dead. Yeah. Worse than Boba Fett. 
Like, because, not to be funny, Boba Fett in the original trilogy was basically just, like, the cool action figure. Yeah. But, like, he did something. You know, like, he captured hard fucking Solo. Like, Phasma didn't do anything on that level. What? what? Would, is, would you consider that Beskar? What is she wearing that deflects bullets like that? Uh, apparently, and this is only from the novelization Phasma, right? But apparently it is Emperor Palpatine's private yacht that she turned into armor. Oh. And that's why it's like bulletproof and stuff. Jesus. Alright. But you wouldn't know that if you just watched the movies. In oh. fact, you'd barely know who the fuck she is. Yeah. Which, honestly... They casted her so well too. Gwendolyn Christie, you're, you're right. I, I'm not the biggest Gwendolyn Christie fan, truth be told. She was big, intimidating. I mean, yeah, she I suppose she needed to be. She that's fair. No need to see her face or anything. Fair, fair. But honestly, the biggest problem with the sequel trilogy is that the amount of, like, extra material you had to, like, consume in order to just have the vaguest idea of what the fuck was going on is wild. Like, you needed all the visual dictionaries which contradicted each other, might I add. By the time you get to Rise of Skywalker, you may as well ditch the others, because they are meaningless now. Like, all of the novels did nothing. Like, they didn't do anything interesting, because they weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to tell a story. They had to be fuller. And like, it, you're off, dude. Killer. Honestly. And the, the worst part is, I feel like each of the characters was given such a good introduction, that by the end of The Force Awakens had just completely fizzled out. Mm. Like, Ray. Ray has a phenomenal introduction where you see her daily routine, Daisy Ridley's doing some really good acting with, yeah. like across from the old lady where she like looks up and like, oh, that's probably her future type of thing. She goes through no character growth whatsoever. Like she's again, in the beginning she seems like she's a bit of like a social pariah almost, where she doesn't want to be with people. She's got no problem with working with people, she's got no problem helping people, she's altruistic as all hell. And like throughout the movie, all she ever does is say, oh, you know, I should probably get back to Jakku, and then keeps moving forward. And it's like, well, like, okay, cool. And the whole point of The Force Awakens is to basically be like, see, see, we can do original trilogy Star Wars, but now you gotta wait for the next part to get the interesting stuff. Yeah. Heartbreaking. And, okay, it is unfortunate that we never got anything better. There were some really cool moments from The Force Awakens, though, such as Traitor. Sure, yeah. that was a neat moment, yeah. That was pretty cool, because you would think that after so many years they'd develop weapons that could actually fight against Jedi, and then they did. Fair, yeah. And you'd also assume that at least some stormtroopers would know Finn, which made yeah. sense. But, like, Han Solo comes off as, like, a geriatric old man, like, genuine. Like, he... And again, he's returned to his smuggler roots, where it's like, but why? Like, he went through a whole character arc, and if you're gonna regress him, like, back to his baseline, that's fine, that could be pretty interesting. Show us! Show us! Don't just make him, like, incompetent, old, and like... Ah, dude. I did enjoy his death scene, though, because it is supremely well acted between him and um, Adam Driver. Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Adam, Adam Driver's also there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, Chewie's one of the characters that got screwed throughout this trilogy. Like, to be fair, every original trilogy character got screwed in this trilogy, but, like, Chewie probably got the raw end of the deal. Yes. He became a glorified Uber driver. There was so much of just, like, putting him aside, like, the one moment that everyone will know is the... Why is Leia greeting Rey? Yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of the film when like Han Solo's died and Chewie just fucks off and cries in a corner. And, and Leia's like, oh, my child, you knew him for two days. You must be devastated. She's like, I am. And Chewie's like, I am too. Wookie <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Wookie> cry. <laughs> uh, but like, again, Oscar Isaac, a really good casting choice. That like, was cool. That I really was enjoyed cool. him. And like, it, it was a different aspect of the Resistance, which I could really get behind, and then... Do you read he was a better pilot than Anakin? No. That's the spurs. No one's a better pilot than Anakin, except for maybe Luke. <laughs> <laughs> guys, 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 I cannot stress how much I hate the sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Okay, okay, but I've, I've shared on, 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 on Force Awakens quite a bit. 
positive aspect. Positive aspects of the Force Awakens. Even just one. I genuinely liked uh, John Boyega's um, Finn during okay. that movie. I enjoyed John really Boyega. Good. He's got really good chemistry with everyone he was on screen with, but he may as well not have been a stormtrooper. The only thing about a stormtrooper origins that came up consistently was, I've now got information that is vital to you. Yeah. Like, woohoo! You could have been anyone, like, he could have been a rando, like, sweeper. Like, on a rando canteen on a rando planet. It would have been pretty cool to, to put more effort into, like, him being conflicted about fighting his own other stormtroopers that he grew up yeah. with. Yeah! Like, it would have been so interesting to genuinely see the stormtrooper perspective for once. Instead, we just got teased and then nothing. Nothing at all. Mm. <sighs> Was it in... Is it in that movie, or is it in the next movie, where Rey finally sees Luke? No, no, no it's it the is, end of that, it, it end of Force Awakens, remember, it ends with her holding out Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Um, which was, to me, a really poor choice, because, for me, I would have put Luke Skywalker... You know that moment when Kylo Ren sticks out his hand and tries to force pull Anakin's lightsaber? Yeah. That's where I would have put Luke. You don't have Rey catch it keep her knocked out like her yeah. she's knocked out Finn is like grievously injured Luke catches the lightsaber fends off Kylo Ren would have made sense as to why he lost mm. like genuinely and then it's like oh my god Luke's back like we spent the whole movie searching for him but he came back when there was a time of trouble instead they were like ah Luke went to an island for a reason you'll find out in the sequel it'll be worth it it's spoiler not worth it. it's not worth it <laughs> ah he went to go read a bunch of books. No, he didn't. That's the best part. He just fucking kept them. <laughs> he didn't even read them. There's that. Li- don't you remember? Oh, oh my There's goodness. that line where he's like, "They're the sacred Jedi texts," and Yoda's like, "Oh, read them, have you?" And he's like, "Well, I." Uh, and Yoda's like, "Page turners, they are not." Ha. Okay. That's a bit more like Luke. He's not a reader. He's not a like. He's not a sit down and study kind of lad. Fair, fair. But at the same time, he's got to gather some knowledge, you know. Like, yeah. Ah. Okay. Do you want to just jump straight into the controversy that is the Last Jedi, or do you want to spend a little more time on the Force Awakens? Ah, uh, let's go for the good stuff. <sighs> we have okay. a lot to unpack here. We're only twelve minutes. It's fine. Let's go. Let's okay. Go. I'll start us off strong. Rose Tico. Ah. Okay. Okay. The worst. But she's so useless in that movie. She's literally there to frustrate people. 100%. That's it. Like, at the beginning, Finn goes, I'm going to save my friend. Okay, I've got a real problem with that. And that, it was immediately when I got turned off to Rose Tico. Okay. A New Hope, right? Harrison Ford's Han Solo goes to the Rebel Alliance and he's like, I'm not fighting with you. I brought you your princess. Pay me my money. I'm fucking off. And they say, we really wish you would stay, but that's fine. You may leave. Like, this isn't a conscription-based thing. Finn, like, I want to save my friend. Rose sees him, electrocutes him, and ties him up. Like, the hell? Like, seriously, are you telling me there is no free choice in the resistance anymore. Is it, is it just me or is that a super psychopath move? That is a hundred percent. tie up and then sexually harass like after preventing his own death and basically dooming the like, entire resistance. Yeah. That's exactly what she did. She literally chose, I want to kiss this one boy but at the fate of like killing all of these people. After spending it's the so whole chill. movie being like, I don't like you. I don't like you. And then third act, Kiss me. <laughs> you you know our, our friends are screaming in pain and agony down there, right? I don't care. You can't win by destroying what you hate. You win by saving what you love. I don't think you know how wars work, unfortunately. You gotta destroy some shit. And all Especially you... the shit that's busy killing your friends. Okay, can we, let's just talk about Finn's sacrifice moment because that was... Perfect I, rock. I, I nearly, literally, I nearly applauded the movie in that moment because I was like you know what I haven't enjoyed this movie so far but this is something unexpected that I can completely get behind because it makes sense for his character like especially in terms of the arc Ryan Johnson picked for him because it doesn't feel congruent with The Force Awakens but whatever like it was a good moment it was well shot and out of nowhere she just rammed like she could have killed both of them yeah. so easily and what would, what would have happened then 
Like, like, what would she? How would she have? Oh, oh, makes me so angry. The whole Canto bike, but useless. Like, no point. Waste of time. All they did was try and shove like proper lefty politics on us. Like, I. I lean somewhat more to the left, all right? I'm very central, apparently. I, I took like a political compass test a while back. I lean slightly to the left, but like, yo. The way, like that moment where they're sitting there and Finn's like, hey, it was worth it to smash up the casino and like get on all those rich guys' nerves. And Rose pulls the saddle off the horse and goes, no, now it's worth it. It's like, you realize those animals are just being captured again and like beaten, like for, for running. <laughs> At, like, the slave boys who helped you, they're probably fucked. Like, broom boys got the force, though. Isn't that cool? That was so weird. That was that was kind of interesting, but I really disliked it when I saw it. Fair, fair. Ah, oh, dude. It was... Oh. Okay, Admiral Holdo. What a waste of a character. Honestly, Leia should have made the sacrifice. Yes. Especially with the passing of Carrie Fisher. Leia should have been the one to pilot that ship, and then it would have been forgivable. Because that moment breaks the rest of Star Wars. Because why don't they do that 24-7? Just fly their ship through another Hyperspace, bro, just straight up. Why didn't they do that to the Death Star? Would have worked. Why didn't they do that during Clone Wars? Would have worked. Why isn't Star Wars Galaxy's weaponry basically just... A hunk of metal with a hyperdrive on it, piloted by a droid. Like, at this point, there's no reason for it not to be. It's one of the reasons the original trilogy never explained hyperspace. Like, and listen, it was a beautifully shot sequence. 100%. It was stunning. Still crap. Admiral Holder, as a character, crap. The entire, like... Jesus, when she is sitting there, and Poe is literally, like, showing her the crew, and he's like... We are scared. We have no idea what is going on. We do not need to know the details of the plan. Just tell us you have a plan. Just tell us we can believe in something. And she like looks at him and then like looks down and you like you're supposed to take that as she doesn't have a plan. And then it turns out, oh I had a plan the entire time that was meant to save the resistance. And you're like, no, you didn't, because then you would have said, Poe, trust me, I got a plan. Yeah. And he, he would have been fine, he would have avoided a mutiny, he would have avoided all that shit there, but all they wanted was to make Poe seem like an asshole all of a sudden. Like, and I don't think they succeeded very well at all in making him look like the asshole. No! As soon as the reveal is shown, like, she's a gigantic asshole and she's incredibly unnecessary. Yes, like literally in every way, shape and form. Like, she is filmed to be the bad guy. Like, that is how, like... Like, literally looks like she's about to betray them. Filming conventions and stuff lead you to be like, she is evil, I need to be rooting against her, I'm rooting for Poe. And then it's like, oh, but Poe's the asshole. And you're like, no, that doesn't really work, though. Mm. Like, that, that, that doesn't work. And, like, the, honestly, the whole, like, slow speed chase through space, how boring. I cannot picture a more ill-conceived idea for, a, like, the overarching plot thread, effectively. Like, ha! How, how was the First Order continuously just, like, maintaining distance behind them? Like, why? Why didn't they just, like, hyperdrive in front of them? Yeah. Like, what, like... Shifted to second. Like, anything. <laughs> like, anything, bro. Like, instead, they, like, popped their own cruise control, like, we'll get there eventually. It's fine. It's not like we've got anything else to do because there isn't a galaxy anymore. Like, even the prequels. You watch the prequels, it feels like shit is happening, like, off-screen. Like, there's stuff going on. The sequels, that is not the case. It's such a tiny little war that they're fighting. Yeah! It doesn't feel intergalactic. It feels like there's a couple of planets having a bit of a fight at the moment. And not even a couple of planets, it's like 40 people in the resistance are having an issue with the First Order. And not to be funny, we've got, like, okay, so in Force Awakens, first off, why the hell is there a resistance and the New Republic? Okay? I don't understand. They never explain that, they, like, they never touch on it until they blow up the New Republic. And it's like, okay, but what did that mean? What were the consequences of that? Next movie, First Order's in charge. What? What? 
Well, how did that happen? We just, like, because not to be funny, The Last Jedi takes place, like, a few days at most after The Force Awakens, right? Like, how did the First Order take the entire galaxy... After and you the, blew up their main you weapon. blew up their main weapon, they chunked all their resources into. What is going on? What is going on in the galaxy? What is it? Like, how is any of this happening? The, the one thing that I will always get frustrated with is the fact that they say, let's spark the rebellion like 40 times throughout this. Oh, yeah. No, light just that shit Jedi. up. Just light that Jedi. shit up. Uh, tell me now. Tell me now. Do you remember the end of Rise of Skywalker, of them genuinely winning, and what changed? Nothing. Nothing changed. They showed up in Palpatine's backyard, his fucking fleet, like his fleet hadn't even left the parking lot, and they blew it up. And not to be funny, that wasn't the First Order. That was Palpatine's thing. Like, what about the rest of the war? Like, what is going on? And, even better, we haven't even touched on Luke Skywalker yet. Okay. How's this for the, the baiting for actual interesting stuff and then we never got it? That little dark pit on Luke's island. Oh, where yeah. Is there, and you're like, oh, she's going to get drawn into the dark side. Like, this is some great character stuff coming up. She goes down there, nothing happens. Literally, all Luke says is you didn't even try to resist. Okay. But she walked out there and she's still on the light, so, so now what? Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> Sick. Fun. That was such a waste. It looks so menacing. You're like, okay, cool. Let's 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 see something. Here. And then a the whole thing is it just shows her a million and one mirror images of herself, and it's like, it's okay, so we're just not gonna care about who her parents are, despite the fact that Force Awakens spent so long drilling into us. There is something going on with the family here. Like there is, there is a reason Ray is like awakening in the Force right now. Like there's a like lineage. They told us that in the Force Awakens. Last Jedi, there were no one. Okay. But then why is she so powerful? Why is she so important? What is going on? Why is she stronger than Anakin, who's literally made of the Force? <sighs> Honestly, I'll tell you why she was stronger than Anakin. She had feminism. Like, it sounds harsh. That was basically what Ryan Johnson went with. He went... She is a strong, independent female character, and then he didn't put any effort into writing that. At all. Mm. Do you want to know something scary? Actually. Because we've spoken on this Mary part. Sue. Pardon? They call them Mary Sue. Yeah, they do call that Mary Sue, but whatevs, right? We won't get into that. But, interesting fact for you. We've spoken a lot about script writing on this pod, on, like, the podcast episodes in general, right? Like, our general belief is that the script pretty much make or breaks a movie, right? Did you know, Ryan Johnson pretty much went with his first draft. Didn't rewrite or anything. Oh. Yes. Does it, does it, it's, do you see the pieces click into place now? Yeah. Like, ha. Huh. Evidently, not to be funny, evidently he didn't give a shit about Star Wars, which is heartbreaking because you gave him the eighth movie in a, tr like, in a saga, you gave him the eighth movie in the final trilogy, and all he did was rip off fucking Return of the Jedi, because that whole bit where Rey goes to Snoke and all yeah. that, carbon copy of fucking Return of the Jedi, Luke and Palpatine. That was probably one of the best scenes in the movie. And it gets ruined, as like a lot of these scenes do, with shitty humor. Like when she pulls the lightsaber and just bonks her on the head. like. That is, that is slapstick that is out of place. And that, like, the pure parody scene. Do you remember it in Last Jedi where they, there's a cutaway to what looks like a spaceship coming down, there's steam rising, and it turns out to be an iron? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is, like, not to be funny. I would have laughed if that was in Spaceballs. Yeah, fair. Like, that to me is a Spaceballs joke, and you put it in Star Wars. Like, as far as I'm concerned, that sums up exactly what you did wrong. Like, you had your mama jokes as you fucking entered the thing, you had ill-timed humor throughout the entire movie, your plot was in shambles, you definitely needed at least two or three rewrites. And again, we still haven't touched on Luke Skywalker, who honestly got shafted the hardest. Like, yes, he did. 
<sighs> it's heartbreaking because Mark Hamill, you see him in all these interviews, and he knows what happened in that movie. Yeah. He's 100% aware of the shit that he had to, like, put forward. And he's heartbroken. Like, you watch these interviews where this man is just, like, you can watch a man break watching these interviews of Mark Hamill, and I feel so, so bad for him because, honestly, not to be funny, you had one opportunity. You had one opportunity to get back the gang, effectively. Yeah. You got Harrison Ford, fucking Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill all agreeing to come back as their characters, and you fucked it up. Yeah. Royally. Like, you disregarded The Force Awakens because you wanted to make your own movie. And you did. Congratulations. You split the fan base in doing so. And then J.J. Abrams had to come in and try and resurrect that shit in The Rise of Skywalker. And he basically just popped it in the dumpster and set fire to it. Shame. I don't blame J.J. for that. Because he did a great job with The Force Awakens. He, was, he actually had a plan in mind. That's he, fair. No, he had a, a vision for those movies and Ryan Johnson just went, Fuck the end game. Single movie. That's all I care about. Yeah. This one exclusive thing. Like, you can't build a great story by, like... It's not It's not a side quest. Yeah. They, that middle movie was a side quest movie. Fair. And honestly, it, it disregarded The Force Awakens, and The Rise of Skywalker disregarded The Last Jedi. So the entire trilogy feels like you could basically not watch any of it. I feel like The, the Rise of Skywalker disregarded the previous all the movies, the prequels, and the original trilogy. Andrew, because yeah. Because, let's talk about the, the big one. No, no, the no. The first no. healing. Okay, no, no, no. Let's first touch on Luke here in The Last Jedi. We need to get into that first, okay? All right. Crap. Luke, the man who looked at Darth Vader, a man who has genocided entire people, who has harmed his friends in the worst possible ways. Killed younglings, no. Killed younglings. He looked Darth Vader in the eye and said, you are my father, I know there is still good in you. Fucking hell, fast forward 30 plus years later, he senses, this is the thing that gets me, right? He says, I could feel the dark side gathering in Ben Solo. Like, he says that shit, he's like, I, I could feel it in him. He walks into his tent at night or his little hut or whatever at night, checks his mind and finds the darkness that he knew was there and wants to kill him. The hell. Are you kidding me? The man who looked at Darth Vader and said, I can save him. And you ignited your lightsaber for your nephew. A child. A child. You could, you could force smack him. You could regular smack him. You could have done a million and one. You could have chatted to him. What's going on, man? I'm sensing a lot of darkness, my dude. You want to chat to me about that? No, no, no. Lightsaber will do the talking. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god, and the whole Rey just accruing power throughout each movie until she's basically a god. She did she did she not just send lightning that could take out a whole spaceship? Yeah, that was right, Skywalker. I'm thinking when really? she fucking beat up Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi. You remember that? No. She beats him up in the in the steps in the rain after she was like, take my take the lightsaber, go fix it. Yeah. Like, no, I won't. So she activates him and she fucking kicks his ass. What? Don't you remember this? No. It's that scene where he ends up, he uses the force for the first time to stop himself from falling. What the heck? Bruh. I have honestly I have blocked mentally blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, dude. And also, the fact that Luke force projections himself to death instead of going to fight. Crap. I didn't like his death at all. I, th I think it was a movie too soon in any case. He should have died in the last movie of the trilogy. Not in the middle, when he'd had no development. Nothing. <sighs> Angry, do you say? But, cool fight between him and Ben, though. Sure. It was entertaining. The lightsaber's never touched. Oh, that's lame. It's a little lame. Don't you remember? He just dodged... Like, sure, you can argue that's the Jedi way. He dodges everything. But, like... It's not. <laughs> I, I, I saw what Obi-Wan did. I, I saw that. I watched what old Obi-Wan did, okay? Like, ha. There's so, like, there's so much wrong with The Last Jedi. And honestly, I understand why people got sucked into it and are so passionate about it. 
genuinely it looks good. It looks like a good movie and it appeals to certain people's political ideals. That is that is why it has got such a rabid fan base, honestly, because I think for a casual person who's just like, oh, it's a sci-fi movie, they're like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, this is cool. Yeah. Whereas for a Star Wars fan, like who's whether you like a dedicated one who's read all the novels or you you've just watched the movies, like it it is incongruent with the rest of Star Wars. Yeah. In every way, shape, and form. It is ah. Like Benicio del Toro's character very obvious he was going to betray them. Don't know how you felt about that. Yes. I could tell immediately. That was so weird. Why did they even need him? Because he, he was the master code breaker. Dude, r- like, when he takes the Rose's little, like, metal doohickey that she got from her sister or whatever, he's like, this will be my payment. And then he uses it to open the door and he gives it back. And he's like, oh, I was just lying. Like, why? What? Why? What is the point? What are you doing? And then when they have that whole scene where it's like, oh, these guys made their money selling weapons to the First Order. What bad guys? And then he clicks the button and he's like, oh, and the Resistance too. Really? Is that all you're going to do with that? Like, you're not going to... We know people are jackasses. Like, watch the prequels. We know. Like, we know. Ah. Ah. Okay. All right. Ray... And Ben, or Kylo, whatever, fighting with Snoke in the room against the Red Guard. Okay, they didn't fight against Snoke. Snoke went out like a bitch. That is true. That was that was such a cop out. That was one hundred percent a cop out, and it fucked the final movie in the trilogy because Kylo Ren. Everyone was so interested. Kylo Ren is not a good bad guy. He can't be the main antagonist because Rey beat him twice. First in The Force Awakens, and then again she showed off that she was more powerful of the Force when she beat him in the fucking Last Jedi. Like, ha. And honestly, that, that battle against the Praetorian Guards was cool, right? You watch it, you're like, oh, this is so cool. If you genuinely stop and watch it, like, not just in the movie, you just take that scene on YouTube and just slow it down a little bit. Jesus, it is sloppy, dude. Weapons vanish, oaks just stand around, like, it is poorly, poorly choreographed. And the saddest like, thing is, I think it's probably the best fight in the trilogy. It is. Grievous's guards were more terrifying than them. 100%. Like, ah, Oh, so frustrating. Like, look, the prequels had so many issues. They did. There's no denying it. They, like, the dialogue was wooden and terrible in places. Like, the CGI got wonky. But they had heart. They had a story they wanted to tell, whereas all this trilogy was was a massive cash grab. It does it also feel like at least the the prequels knew where they wanted to end up, whereas yeah. the sequels had no idea. They barely knew where they wanted to start. Like, so it was just you feel very unsatisfied at the end of the movie because the the heroes did nothing. Yeah, they did nothing. They like they didn't work hard. All the lessons they, they were supposed to have smart. learned were wrong. Like, po- all the lessons Poe was supposed to have learned from The Last Jedi were bullshit as far as the audience is concerned. Like, what was Rey supposed to be learning? Like, she was just overpowered and all good all the time. The ultimate optimist, altruist, OP motherfucker. Like, honestly. She was, she was just a god. Like, literally, by the rise of Skywalker, she is so powerful, it is crazy. Like, the fact that she can use Force Lightning, which, theoretically, like, as far as the movies are concerned, is, like, the most powerful dark side ability yeah. you can use. She uses it without even meaning to and blows up a ship. Are you serious? Are you serious? And I, I, I genuinely feel so bad, because Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaacs, they are such good actors, and they deserved so much more. Because, fuck, the production team put in so much effort. Like, it, the trilogy looks good, but it is shit. It is hollow with nothing inside of it. Yeah. Like, The Rise of Skywalker. We haven't spoken about it at all, all right? Let's open those floodgates. Okay, when she's running in the desert and that ship is chasing her. Pointless. Why? It did... 
Black, why why did she leave? Why, why did she why, run from it? Yeah, why she took it out like it was nothing? No, no, no. No, no, no. My question is, why did she run from Poe, Finn, and Chewie? When they were like, we need to leave. And she was like, no. And she walks down the desert. like, do you want them to catch you? What are you doing? Like, what is going on here? What, like, ah. And they didn't even let Chewie's death sink in before there was like, he's alive. He's alive. Yeah, it was literally like the next cutaway, wasn't it? Yeah. But they're like, Chewie! And then he's in handcuffs. And you're like, okay. Why did I cry? Why I do I care? It is. Like, C-3PO, another classic example. This is going to wipe my memory. I will be done. And you're like, holy sh- Like, that that would make so much sense. The droids have been there the whole time. Like, this is their, like, their story type of thing, where it's like, you're, you're following them. That would be so magical. No, we lied. Here's his memory back. He's missing two weeks, Max. Okay. You gave C-3PO, surprisingly enough, a good death scene. Why didn't He's you let it stick? Right? Can you imagine watching C-3PO die and R2-D2 being there? Heartbreaking. Why wasn't R2-D2 there? Because C-3PO Soma sits there and he's like, I'm taking one last look at my friends. And he like, doesn't know, he doesn't know fuck all of y'all. Like, none of you. He's got a relationship with none of you. Ha! Except for maybe Chewie. And Chewie was stuck in the corner fucking crying. I mean... C-3PO was Chewie's backpack for a little while. Fair. Yeah. Good old Empire. Mm. Right, and oh, well, there's so many, like, small things that just, like, stand out, like, oh, you weren't paying attention when you made this. You you, you had no, like, Okay, yeah, the force. force healing. Let's talk about the force healing, Ewan. If the force healing was a real thing, why didn't Yoda know how to do it? Why didn't he teach everyone else how to do it? The whole reason why Anakin literally turns to the dark side is because he can't save his mum. And wife. And wife. Literally, his whole thing is there is no Jedi ability to stop death and, like, heal because Jedi believe that you should just allow it to happen, basically. And, like, obviously you can go to the games and be like, oh, but in the video games there's force healing. It's a game mechanic. Like... You gotta keep your character alive. Like, literally. And it's one of those where, sure, in the novels, like, some of the novels you've got, like, pretty hectic force healing. Not to the point of re-raising, like, people. Like, Rey should have died. Kylo should have died from being stabbed. Also, Rey beat him with a cheap shot, can I just say. When Leia's like, He was man. finally winning, and I was like, this makes sense. Use, use your training, Kylo. This bitch knows nothing. And then she just fucking sucker stabs him, and you're like, and Ray's undefeated again. Good. Fun times. Oh, my favorite is what you brought up about that dagger. If you were standing five meters to the left, literally, brute, fuck it, two meters to the left, you were fucked. You weren't finding jack shit. Can I also point out, that motherfucker, that bounty hunter, whatever his name was, I don't care. If they didn't care, I don't, okay? Whatever his name was, he used that knife to stab people. Like, that that was his weapon. Are you sick? That's the weapon that takes you to the thing that can find Palpatine. Why are you using that as your weapon? Like, what is going on? Like, it felt so much like a video game. It was crazy. Where it was literally like... Goonies. Ah, fair. Actually. Bruh, when they're like, Luke Skywalker couldn't find this MacGuffin, but we won't. And they literally, the ship is here, and like, the sand, the quicksand patch is like, five meters to the left. And it's like, you're telling me Luke couldn't sense shit, but Ray can. You're telling me they fell into the sand on accident, and it was exactly what they needed to do. And Luke didn't canvas the area at all. He just like, cool. It's not on the ship, guess I'm fucked. Ha. I like Billy Dee Williams, though, as old Lando color is in. Mm-hmm. He still got it. He still got that charm factor, dude. <laughs> he always creeped me out, and I never liked him. Fair. He didn't have anything to do in that movie, though. No, he didn't. kind of forgot he was in there, actually. Fair. And honestly, all they did in Rise of Skywalker is rip off Endgame. Like, oh. like a motherfucker. Like, the portal bit got ripped off when Poe's like, we're, we're gonna lose, oh my god. He's like, not so fast, Poe. And then, like, every ship in existence just rocks up. And you're like, ah, this planet was hard to find. Well, that was a fucking lie. Yeah. And uh, how did Adam Driver 
barely make it through, but you brought all these players. Exactly, bro. Like, madness. And then, the other endgame rip-off portion. I am all Jedi. Rips off, I am Iron Man. Because they couldn't help themselves. The Emperor. How do you fall for that same shit? He knows why he's ugly currently. He knows. Mace Windu, just use his lightsaber here. Have some have some of your lightning back. You know what my real question Suck is? It. Take it back. A real question. If Mace Windu, if Anakin had thrown his his lightsaber to Mace Windu, would Palpatine have been eviscerated? Because that's what happens with Rey. She can't like it, it that was lightning that was destroying uh, well, okay, it was destroying the non-main characters in the fleet. It was shutting down the planes of the mains. But like she catches it on one lightsaber, and when she gets a second, she disintegrates him. At what point is Palpatine, do you go, hmm, oh, my face is getting a bit hot, maybe I should stop. Exactly! Like, like when Mace Windu did that, he, the motherfucker stopped. Yeah, he burnt himself, he's like, oh, I've had enough. <laughs> I'm back. You can take it from here. Help me! <laughs> I'm burnt. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, 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 if I keep going. I'll make it. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> like, and you know, I feel he so bad. He believes in himself to death. I feel so bad. Ian McDermott was trying so hard, and honestly, he still got the chops to pull off Palpatine. And Palpatine was utterly wasted. It was garbage. It was such a throwaway. Yeah. He was Five in like minutes eight minutes max, yeah. He was barely intimidating because he did nothing. Yeah. He was like a floating testicle. Literally, hung by a crane. Like, and why, why, all those taunting Sith people? I don't know who they were, I don't know who they were, I don't know what they were, I don't know what the fuck was clapping with that. Are they an army? Because if they're an army, why aren't they doing something? My question for you, right? He turns to Rey. Rey, strike me down and my spirit will inhabit you. Rey fucking killed him. I don't know if you noticed. She deflected his lightning back on him, does that not count? Like... To do, do, like, dark side Sith powers be like, ah, shit, technicality got me beat. Ah, oh, fuck. Sorry, old Papa Palpatine. <laughs> You're dead now. Also, how do I know he's dead? Like, for realsies. Because his death in Return of the Jedi looked pretty final. Like, a lot more final than this one did. Like, and what was up with all the Force ghosts speaking to Rey? What was up with all the Force ghosts? Why are there so many? Brood. That was a super secret. That like, was literally the you journey count, to discover that. You can that. count on one hand the number of Force Ghosts there should be. Now, however, I can't. <laughs> because apparently, Mace Windu, fucking Kanan Jarrus from Rebels, fucking Ahsoka was Liam in Neeson. there. Liam Neeson was in there. Like, Anakin got a word in the crowd. That was bullshit. Anakin should have been a heavy part of this trilogy because Star Wars is his story. That, like, that is Star Wars. It, ha. Ah. Force healing. Ah. <laughs> like, how, how do you think Anakin's Force Ghost reacted when Rey just saw me healed Kylo? Like, if I was him, I would have been throwing a shit fit in the afterlife. Yeah. I would have been going, buck, bro. Just find Yoda. Yoda! Yoda, we need to talk. We need to, we need to have a discussion. I don't fucking care how many younglings I slaughtered. I wouldn't have slaughtered any of them if you even hinted I could have Force healed someone. Yoda. <laughs> it's so bad. It like ah, it made it really. It I finished the Rise of Skywalker and I genuinely didn't want to watch any more Star Wars. I didn't want more Star Wars content to be made. Thank fuck for the Mandalorian. Yeah, thank like, holy crap. Jesus, that Luke Skywalker bit, dude. That, that is worth more than the entire sequel trilogy to me. And it that is, is like five yeah. minutes max. Of course it is. That one scene in Rogue One. With Darth Vader. Walks down the hallway. Uh, Plus the one scene of Luke Skywalker walking down the... The hallway. The hallway. <laughs> I tell you, I watched those two scenes on repeat for two hours each, then watch the sequel trilogy again. Hundreds, bro. Because, it, like, when Moff Gideon, they're like, it's a single X-Wing, and he just starts shitting himself. That's Luke Skywalker. He's here to help. He's a fucking Jedi master. He's... Uh, instead, we got Jake Skywalker. Fun. Like, yo, the disrespect in Rise of... Like, I, I can, you've heard for the last 45 minutes, I did not like The Last Jedi. Okay. 
Jesus Christ, though. The number of retcons in The Rise of Skywalker made me uncomfortable. Like, oh, because it was so deliberate. Like, he was literally, like, fixing mistakes. Literally, like, the, the moment when Luke catches the lightsaber and is like, a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. I legitimately saw those directors fucking staring each other down. Like, that was what yeah. that felt like. And it sucks. The sequel trilogy became a custody battle between two directors for the fucking heart of Star Wars, and they didn't realize they carved it out two movies ago. Ah. So angry. It it like it genuinely pisses me off to unfathomable degrees. Like how irritating it is that they just couldn't stop be like, we will make so much money if we just slow down. No, no no no. Let's just pump Star Wars content now. Let's just pump Star Wars content. You know what the funny thing is? Bob Iger, former CEO of Disney, right? Made a comment, I think oh, it was yes. yeah. like Rise of Skywalker, right? Where he was like, oh, I think the problem is people are suffering from Star Wars fatigue. They released like 15 Star Wars-centric TV programs. Fuck you, Bob Iger. Fuck you, my dude. Star Wars fatigue my ass. Like, y'all don't care. Y'all don't give a shit. Did you know he admitted in his memoirs that George Lucas was disappointed with how Disney treated him? Because George Lucas wrote out a trilogy treatment yeah. for them. I was like, you can have these. Like, I, please use them. Please use them. And they were like, according to Bob Iger, they gave the impression that they were going to use them. While, according to him, stating in the contract they were under no obligation to do so. They should have used George Lucas' story treatment. Like, genuinely, regardless of whether it was good or bad, it would have been a win for Disney. Yeah. Okay? Because you would have let George Lucas finish Star Wars, right? Regardless of whether it was good or bad, people would have looked on you favorably for that. If it was bad, you could have then had free license to take Star Wars wherever you wanted with the entire fan base's blessing. If it was good, you would have been lauded for letting George Lucas finish his vision. Instead, you split the fan base straight down the center, made everything about politics, and are now trying to fuck yourself. Like, I genuinely... I. It sounds terrible. Again, I feel so bad for all the actors involved because, Jesus, they are trying. But honestly, they should wreck on the entire trilogy out. It should be gotten rid of. Like, ha. Ah. Goodness. Six Star Wars movies. It's 100% for it. Six Star Wars movies, The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars is really good. The Clone Wars is incredible. Dave Filoni is a gem. He... He is, as far as I'm concerned, the true successor to George Lucas. They should have, they should have put him in charge. There's a reason the Mandalorian's doing good. There's a reason the Clone Wars was excellent. Like, he understands. He understands exactly what Star Wars means to people, and how to, like, broad strokes, get the core of Star Wars across. And Disney didn't even bother to try. And it is heartbreaking to me. Ah. <sighs> Anything good you can say about the Rise of Skywalker? Um, Chewie got his fucking medal. Hoorah! And yes, that was sarcasm, people at home, because that was not needed. That was as unnecessary as it gets. I'm really struggling with that last one because. Okay, we didn't even talk about the the rule of two thing. Nah, that's because the sequels didn't fucking bother with it. At all. But the the whole like passing the lightsaber, communicating all the time, the being connected. Oh, the Force Dyad. Yes, yeah, yeah. That they mentioned like once or twice maximum, they like fucking whispered it. They're, they're a Force Dyad. What is that? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Keep going, you've got a MacGuffin to find. Two <laughs> <laughs> in the Force and a one. They're like, but how? But why? Why then? I need something. A Skywalker and a Palpatine. They're not even related. No, no, but the Why is the one so much stronger than the other? They're supposed to be one. One. Yo, that, that's the thing that got me when they were like, a Palpatine. What was it? The granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine and the grandson of Lord Vader. We make a perfect circle. And you're like, that's, that's not how that works. That's 
that's not right. <laughs> like, don't make a jagged line, maybe. Well, like at best. <laughs> like, what are you on? But seriously, when at the end of the movie, I'm Ray, Ray Skywalker, dude, my cinema, freaked the like, booed, like actually like booed, which is surprising because when I was in the Force Awakens, there was a lot of cheering. Yeah. Like, whew, how to wreck your fan base in, like, five years. Tops. Ha! It's actually impressive, the damage they dealt to the fan base, because, like, yo, like, Star Wars is a pop culture phenomenon. Like, with Jaws, it helped bring the summer blockbuster. Like, the impact that it's had on cinema, whether you like Star Wars or not, is fucking indisputable. And they fucked it up the ass. <sighs> Again, can you say anything positive about The Rise of Skywalker? No, there's some better stuff in The Last Jedi. <laughs> that, that is for... Okay, yeah, sure, what, what's that's better? A hell of a, that's a hell of a statement, yeah, right? What's better in The Last Jedi? Drop it on me, Yon. Literally, the, the interactions between Rey and Kylo are just one of the only entertaining things throughout that. That's true, I'll give you that. They're, they've got really good chemistry and they, they've got some really nice scenes together. Shouldn't have kissed though. Shouldn't have kissed. They, didn't, they built none of that up. No. Nope. It came from nowhere. Oh, oh my god, the kiss. Why does Kylo turn into a force ghost? Yeah. Like, he doesn't know. Why doesn't, why, okay, why doesn't Rey turn into a force ghost then? When she dies. Her body stays there, and he's like, I'm gonna just bring you back to life. He fuck. Could she not have. They've like been in a cycle of just like, I'm gonna bring you back. No, 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 I'm bringing you back. I'm bringing you back. <laughs> like, could they have done that? Or was Kylo just like, peace out, bitches? How come, how come he learned how to do that? Bruh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's the Force Dyad. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I don't. Huh? <laughs> Jesus. I, uh, it'd be cool for someone to actually explain what the fuck was happening. Yeah, but that would require effort on their part. And an understanding of what they did, which they probably don't have. Yeah. Honestly, the only positive thing I can think of right now for Rise of Skywalker is a two-second portion. And it's where fucking Ben Solo gets the lightsaber and he does the Han Solo shrug. I dig that. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't earned. <laughs> like, at all. Like... I dig the fact that he ran in with the blaster because I was like, you are hard to like kid right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, I, I dig that fact where he's just like, blaster at the side and it goes back to that thing Han Solo said where he's like, I'll take a good blaster any day. Thank you very much. And like, oh, Kylo's rejecting all the y'all motherfuckers right now. He's, got, he's, he's going full on dad. Like, yeah. He is going smuggler route. So then I was like, ah, you get the shrug. And you're like, ah, that's cool. And we gotta go back to the rest of the movie. <laughs> Cries. I'll, I'll tell you now. I'd I'd watch Adam Driver throughout that whole trilogy, except for this is this is the weird part. He was excellent throughout the the trilogy. Yeah. He was the thing carrying that trilogy. His spine. The, only, <laughs> the <laughs> only thing that was really like upsetting was that in the Last Jedi they turned him into a pussy. A crybaby pussy. Not only that, but they just 180'd his character off. Not to be funny, Force Awakens set him up as a Vader fanboy. Yeah. Right? Last Jedi, Snoke's like, get that ridiculous mask off your face. And he's like, you insulted my mask. I'm never gonna wear it again. Let the past die. <laughs> like, seriously? Was that all it took to overturn your convictions? No wonder you keep flip-flopping between the light and the dark so often. Like, you can't make up your fucking mind. Like, at least Han Solo set his mind to shit. Like, Leia set her mind to shit. Luke set her his mind to shit. Like, Leia using the force out in space when she should be dead. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell, that was an awkward scene to watch. They should have let her die. Or, at best, they should have had her hand twitch. And you'd be like, oh, she could be alive. And then you never touch on it again. Like, because honestly, the way they the way they sent Carrie Fisher out in The Rise of Skywalker was incredibly disrespectful. I thought, at the very least, where it's just like, and they it, The Rise of Skywalker is a problem where they have to explain everything. They can't let like they can't let visual storytelling happen. Like 
like Leia stands up, she's weak and all that, and you can see she's gonna go contact Kylo or like do something. Mars, she's gonna use the last of her strength to contact Kylo, and you're like, thanks for that. Any dramatic tension that was here is long gone, thank you. <laughs> cool. And then she goes out as a silhouette and like falls over. And again, I understand you're limited, you know, Carrie Fisher passed, it is tragic. Kill her off off screen. It sounds harsh. Open the movie with a funeral for Leia. You know? Like, People are allowed to die in old age. Literally. Like, anything's allowed to happen. It's Star Wars. Like, you could have... Ah. Ah. It was Star Wars. Unfortunately, the sequel trilogy turned it into generic sci-fi fantasy number 83. Which is... It, it's heartbreaking, honestly, because I fucking love Star Wars. That, like, one of the best parts about the original trilogy is watching Luke struggle to use the Force. Yeah. And doing the handstands, the flips, moving the small rocks before he could move the ship. Getting dumbfounded by Yoda moving an X-Wing. Yes. It, on, I'm going to ask you this, right? In the Star Wars universe, after the sequel trilogy now, what is the point in being alive? What is the point? Because the Force Ghost can do it all. What can't they do? He, like, Yoda calls down lightning. Luke can force, uh, like, up his X-Wing. He can catch a lightsaber. That means he can hold the lightsaber. Yeah. That means he can activate a lightsaber. That means he can fight as a Force Ghost. Like, do you see... Like, the people listening, do you see what is wrong <laughs> with this trilogy? Like, regardless of your opinions on The Last Jedi and all that, do you understand why it is frustrating for a Star Wars fan? Because, like, it... it it cripples the world building that not to be funny was one of George Lucas's strongest points you're gonna love the Mandalorian dude dude I love the Mandalorian it is so 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 good holy shit that is Star Wars as far as I'm concerned that's my sequel trilogy yep like I don't I don't need the other three films I've caught the Mando <laughs> like you raised Boba Fett, you brought back Ahsoka, like, I love it. I love you, it's beautiful. Absolutely brilliant. Glad we ended on this positive note. Yeah, because I, honestly, I'm, I'm disheartened for the future of Star Wars. It's similar to the way I am with DCU. Give me a reason to care. Yeah. And honestly, I think the Mando's doing that for me right now. Kenobi, though. Kenobi! Ewan McGregor, that is giving me a reason to care. I'll do that. <laughs> I'm keen for that. I'm really interested. I've heard rumors that they're going to stick Anakin Skywalker in his Clone Wars outfit. I would be down oh, for that. Oh, snap. That would be amazing. Dude, how fucking baller would that be? Just seeing Anakin, like, the proper, like, season one to, like, season three Clone Wars outfit. That would be mad respect. Ah, because if you can get Ahsoka live action in The Mandalorian, surely you ah. can get Anakin Skywalker. You must be. You must be able to. Like, I have faith. I, ha I have faith that Kenobi's going to be good, but I do not have faith in Kathleen Kennedy anymore. She should be fired. What did she do? Kathleen Kennedy. She's the chick who's like been in charge of Lucasfilm. Like, you're hitting all of She's the chick, not to be funny. She made this big grand announcement at oh, yeah, um, I heard about one this. of the Comic Cons where she was like, all eight scripts of the Kenobi series are finished. So that was a fucking lie. They haven't even finished two of them yet. Like... Bro, I thought you were going to say something about the matchup of this, the, the rematch of the century. Oh yeah, that too. That pissed me off. But I... I've got faith in the Kenobi series. Yeah. Like, my, my honest belief is that Darth Vader and Obi-Wan should never be in the same scene together. But I... One hunting the other down. I, it should 100% be Vader searching for Obi-Wan and just Obi-Wan's life on Tatooine. And then my thing would be you do flashbacks to the Clone Wars. And like little mini battles or like the in-between stuff between mm. episodes you've seen from the Clone Wars. And that's where you bring Hayden Christensen really into it. Don't give them a rematch. We no. don't need it. As far as I'm concerned, they fought twice. I'm telling you how... How awesome would just an hour, hour-long movie of Vader just walking around killing, dude, murdering, dude. Especially if it was Hayden Christensen in the suit. Like, I, I know, like you wouldn't see him. I know, I, you'd know. I know, and <laughs> that that is your, know, that is something special to me. Ah, uh, again, I yeah, I love Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, Mark Hamill, bro. Like, yo, know, 
massive, massive respect to all of them. Pedro Pascal, actually, thank you God for excellent him. job, yeah. Thank God for him. Like, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say? Grogu is a better Yoda puppet than the Yoda puppet they used in Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi. It's weird, right? Yeah. Like, there was, like, they were so chuffed with themselves. They were like, oh, we got the, the original puppet and all that. It, it doesn't look right. You should unfold his face before putting him on screen. Fair. Like, they, they, I don't know what it was. There was something off about that Yoda puppet. Yeah, they forgot to blow his head up. It, it, it had, a, like, a dent in it. It was folded. Fair. <laughs> it, yeah, it was bad. How did the old special effects look better than the new? You know, okay, listen. Come on. You know you're getting fucked over when even the prequel special effects, which people have been ragging on for years now, is better. But not to be funny, yeah. Yoda in the prequels is phenomenally animated. Like, phenomenally so. Ah. The backgrounds are terrible. Yes. The backgrounds are horrendous. But the thing is, Yoda looks like he's standing with the people because the people don't look like they're standing in the background either. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay. Alright. Well, I've been Ryan. I've been Ewan. And that was a solid ragging. Now, oh, that was a very depressing session, if I do say so myself. But, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll be more upbeat next time. This has been Nerd Rambles. Cheers.